This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's OBHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the O-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, she's played Dr. Addison Montgomery on the award-winning series Grey's Anatomy. And she's made you laugh in the hit comedy movie, Girls Trip. But one of our special guests all-time favorite roles is being a champion for animals and the proud pet parent to a rescue dog named Rosie. Please join me in giving pause and applause to the very talented actress, Kate Walsh. Hey, welcome to the show, Kate. Thank you so much, Arden. I'm happy to be here. All right, guys, listeners, it is official. Kate is great, and you're going to learn just why after we take this quick (laughs) commercial break. So you guys know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Is your dog or cat prone to ear infections? Does your pet resist having his ears clean when they're inflamed or irritated? Are you also concerned about the overuse of antibiotics? Help is here. Zymox ear care products offer soothing relief, and you'll love this part. They don't require the ear to be cleaned before you apply the drops. It's just as easy as fill, rub, and done. That means less touching of those sensitive ears to help create a soothing, fear-free experience. And you only apply once a day. Here's another perk. Zymox, at Z-Y-M-O-X, gets its effectiveness from enzymes, not antibiotics. You'll find these veterinary recommended products through your veterinarian, most pet specialty retailers, and online. To learn more, go to Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X. Pause up. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, this is Catherine Heigl, and you are listening to Miss Arden Moore on OBHAVE on Pet Life Radio. Tune in for more fantastic ideas and tips for your dogs and cats and pets. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OBHAVE. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the OBHAVE show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is actress Kate Walsh. Now, we would probably use up all the time on this episode if we would name all the TV shows she's been on and the movies she has starred in. I mean, yep, she nailed the role of Dr. Addison Montgomery on Grey's Anatomy in private practice. And in 2020, you got to look for her in these movies, Sell By, Honest Thief, and 3022. But Kate is here on our show and bringing her A-game to benefit dogs. She's teaming up with Zoetis to unleash the Canine Courage program that, yes, includes a contest you can enter. So, Kate, pardon the pun, 
I know you're itching to tell us more. <laughs> um, I've never heard so many dog puns in, uh, <laughs> in less than five minutes. Well, there well you go. Done. Well done, lady, my lady. Thank you. Um, thank you. So, yeah, I was really, yeah, I was really excited to partner with Apoquil and Zoetis to talk about just dog allergies and just bringing awareness and also the fact that they've expanded, the campaign is inclusive also of donating and that Zoetis does donate to uh, and contribute annually to the Canine Courage program, which I'll talk about in a second. But basically, when I, I adopted Rosie, my dog, she'll be 12 in December. Happy um, birthday, Rosie. I know. It's coming up. Wow. And she's in great shape. She's doing really well. But when I, I adopted her in 2008 as part of a big adoption campaign here in New York, and she, when she had her allergies, you know, dog allergies can manifest in such different ways. And that was one of the things that I loved about Zoetis and Apoquil is wanting to educate people, make sure people are aware that when they get allergies, it's mostly manifest in skin it's different than right. human allergies. You're not going to necessarily see them sneezing and or coughing or having a watery eyes or a runny nose. That it's really, um, it's hot spots, it's scratching, itching, it's chewing. And some people just, or in my case with Rosie, she would do this cute thing where she would take both of her paws and at the same time scratch her, you know, her front paws, scratch her snout. Uh -oh. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. Let me get a video of that. You know, that's allergies. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't stop. Or if your dog can't make it across the living room floor, or if you're out on a walk and they have to stop every couple of feet to scratch or chew, or yeah. of course, you know, when it gets more exacerbated, there's a bald spot, they lose their hair. You just don't want to let it get to that. So I just, we just want to make sure people, A, don't try to self-prescribe and B, right. take them to their vet and see if Apoquil might be right. For me, it worked. I, I had them use it on Lou Diamond Phillips, who's no longer with us, and also Rosie. But both of them, it worked like a charm. And, you know, and sometimes have, it's just seasonal, it's like us. And sometimes, right. sometimes if they're sensitive, it's year-round. It really just depends. It can come and go. I lived in California, so the climate was one way. Now I live in New York. It's different. So just to really keep on top of it, we want to make sure, of course, we take care of our buddies. And so, you know, just to check it out with your vet and see if Apoquil might be right. And the other great thing about My Dog's A-Game, that's the name of this campaign. Is there a website? Yeah, you go to mydogsagame.com. And you can get more information on Apical and everything else. But what we want people to do, and this has been the fun part, if you go there, you'll see uh, Zoetis is encouraging people to take their own dog selfies or videos. You could be in them or out of them with, and use the hashtag MyDogsAGame when you right. log on to MyDogsAGame.com. And every time you, or you post a, a photo or video, it'll trigger a $10 donation by Zoetis Pet Care to the Canine nice. Courage Program. And the Canine Courage Program, for those of you who don't know, it is an incredible program that provides healthcare assistance to retired police and military dogs, as well as active service dogs that assist veterans and suffering from post-traumatic stress. So it's really a great program because um, I think everyone, particularly now in the zeitgeist, people are aware of our service animals and, and how incredible and imperative they are, both for our military and police and for the fires in California. I mean, these are oh, they're yeah. incredible animals. But I think a lot of people don't think about, well, what happens to them when they retire? So the fact that there is this Canine Courage program that helps to make sure that their coverage, uh, their healthcare coverage is caused and that Zoetis is passionate about that. And um, again, every time someone uses the hashtag MyDogsAGame, when they upload their photo or video, it will trigger a $10 donation from Zoetis, capped at 25000 But it is an incredible, uh, a really incredible organization, the Canine Courage Program. And I was really thrilled that and proud to partner with Zoetis and Apoquil and know that they're, they're looking out for our canine companion. 
Well, I think you said it well, and it's one of my favorite hashtags. I'm going to get my three dogs. We've got a retired surf dog, Cleo, and an 85-pound Bernese mountain dog Aww. named Bujo. And I teach pet first aid with Kona, a terrier mix who we nicknamed Ice Cream Kona. So we're going to go to hashtag mydogagame.com after we talk with you, and you might see us on, on there. I know you can't wait to see us. I know that, right, Kate? I'm super excited. I know you are. How old is your birthday? <laughs> uh, um, I am. She's nine. Oh my gosh. And How's I she call doing? her, she's doing great. I call her my big black mountain. And uh, we do two to three mile oh, walks four or five name. times a week. Yeah, she's got the caramel eyes and she's like, what? What? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, let's talk a little bit about Rosie and you got to playfully she's got a last name and i want to know the 411 and how you took your sweet adopted dog back in 2008 from the big apple and why did you pick the name and tell us about her personality well i rosie she was okay i was it was part of a big adoption campaign and i was taking her around and she was she was pretty much a little rock star on a lot of talk shows and morning shows <laughs> she was just a eight week cold puppy then and she had, you know, her, her look is she's a mix, but she's got the black and then the caramel eyebrows and caramel paws. So she has like, nice. it looks like a little Rottweiler markings, but she's a yeah. lab and Shepard's got a little white stripe on her chest. And she was so cute. And the adoptive agency had just called her flower. Oh, so geez. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to keep. And then I decided at the end of the campaign to take her home. And I, there were actually two dogs that I couldn't choose between. And I couldn't remember. I don't know what the, what Amika, but anyway, I chose Rosie. And then uh, my brother actually came out from Seattle. I was like, there's this other one. I can't let him go. He's so cute. He was tan oh. and he was adopted. It's her litter mate. And oh. he's called Amico now. And so my brother, Sean, actually has my dog's brother. So when he goes out of the country to work, actually, when I was, I started this campaign, this partnership with Zoetis and Apoquil back in August, and I had both of them out to do satellite media tours and a little red carpet. They were, or I think it was maybe a blue carpet. I'm not certain. But anyway. As long as it wasn't a pink carpet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. But anyway, yeah, Rosie. And because she was, they were both born under a house in the Bronx. I named her Rosie after Rosie Perez. I, then I had to explain myself actually to Rosie Perez on The View one time. I was like, it's really? a total honor. It's, please don't be offended that I <laughs> named my dog Rosie Perez. But if she had a high staff level. She's from the born in the Bronx. So I was like, all right, let's honor our lady Rosie Perez. So that would be sometimes her nickname. I love yeah. it. I love it. You know, I'm going to come to you next when I have another pet I have so you can come up with a clever name because you've got it. You've, you've got a hidden talent you probably didn't even know, naming dogs. I don't know. Don't you feel like they, yeah, they do. Uh, I have a cat named Pablo, too. So oh, he's, uh, okay. Dabby. He's sort of a cat that dogs do. Yeah. So they're, uh, they all get along. Oh, that's sweet. I have an orange tabby named Casey. Yeah, I have a, I'm a first oh, yeah? orange tabby, and he teaches pet first aid all over the country with my dog. So we call him the feline George Clooney because the ladies love him and the dudes do too. So I, I am assuming well, they're Pop very like flirty. Those yeah. orange tabbies are total like Lotharios, let's be <laughs> honest. They're complete like rock stars, and they know it, and they love to flirt. Yeah. Do you think yeah. they would... If they ever did like a Grace Anatomy feline version, do you think Pablo could be a star? Well, you know, in private practice, we did have an orange tabby in there. Um, we yeah. had a cactor. I can't remember his name, but he was really good. And then, um, but that was at the time my friend Steve Blackman, who actually is now created and is running Umbrella Academy for Netflix. But he, he's a cat lover and he had an orange tabby named Lewis. So we would um, 
he was like, let's get her a cat. Let's have Addison have a cat for, <laughs> they didn't continue it really, but I, we did have a cat for a few episodes. I was like, you guys, please, people, the audience is going to wonder where that cat went. But anyway. Well, let's talk a little bit. I know, you, know you made your name in Grey's Anatomy and Private Factus and all these movies, but I'm going to make you roll back the tape a little bit. Tell us about your first TV okay. show. And I think it was with Drew Carey. Tell us about your character. Cause that sounded like a hoot. No, oh, it's so fun. Yeah, that was back in, I think, 98 or 90. Yeah, 98, maybe. 98. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, I played Nikki Pfeiffer, <laughs> Drew's <laughs> girlfriend. And they did this whole bit. Uh, Bruce Helford had, was running the show then, and he was great. I mean, he had, he'd run Roseanne and all sorts of other great shows. And um, anyway, they had this whole pitch to me that I was going to start out like my size, but they would establish that the character Nikki had worked really hard that had, she'd been really overweight and worked really hard to lose all this weight. But at gradually as she started dating Drew, she got bigger and bigger and heavier. And she was like, I can't eat. And eventually they break up because she puts on a ton of weight. So it was me, basically, this was pre friends. It was like, I was getting larger and larger. So then I wore <laughs> a fat suit. Oh my gosh. Larger and larger. And um, this was back in the day where they really didn't, it was like still an experiment in prosthetics. So there were a couple of times where I'd have a full face and neck prosthetic and then wear a suit that it was like too constricting. They had to carve out some of my chins. It was crazy. It was really, but it was a really fun storyline to play. Drew was such a delight. And yeah, that was the first really great experience for me. I was living in New York and I was, it was a very Hollywood moment, if you will, Matt. Yeah. The casting director's like, well, they want you to meet Drew. So you fly out there and pack your bags. If you get the job, you'll stay for three months. If you don't, you'll come home, you know, in a couple of days. <laughs> so oh, I just took, I rolled the dice, packed my bags for three months and I got the job and it was a great experience. He was a delight to work with. Um, Have you, uh, I made some really great lifelong friends. Are we ever going to see you on The Price is Right? Ah, I don't know. I haven't ah. thought about that. <laughs> I think that would be a hoot to have know. a re reunion but with him. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the 2020. My Lord, I don't know if you've been sleeping, but you've got three big movies coming out, correct? Yes. Well, I've got this month in uh, November, actually, I think on the 22nd it drops. I have a film called 3022, which is like a space thriller, sci-fi thriller or thriller set in space with Omar Epps and Angus McFadden. Wow. And then in 2020, I'm not sure of the release date, but we've got Honest Thief, which is an action, also thriller love story with Liam Neeson, Jai Courtney, Anthony Ramos, and me. And, nice. um so I'm excited about that. And then I just, uh, Cell Buy has been, it's about to get distributed for mass release, but it's been making the festival circuits. It's a, a really wonderful, beautiful romantic comedy ensemble film written and directed by my very good friend, Mike Doyle. That's been out, like I said, doing festivals. So we'll see what else. And then I, I, I'm waiting to see. I made a little film with Donal Logue called Sometime Other Than Now, which was really delightful. I had shot that here in New York on the North Fork of Long Island over the summer. And it was uh, it was really cool. I could actually brought Rosie and Amico out nice. to stay with me at the little place I was staying. So they could uh, have like some good beach time on the Long Island Sound and take little chili dips. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it was, a yeah, it's been a busy, you're right. It's been a busy year and I'm just finishing a TV project up in Toronto. So it's been, it's been really fabulous. Well, let me just, and I am repeat. tired. You're right. Yeah. Tired, but I've been saying. traveling in between. <laughs> look at, look at your range lady. You got a space thriller, 
an action yeah. movie and a romantic yeah. comedy. So we don't see Kate Walsh in the same personality or persona in any of those, right? So what's the secret? How do you nail these roles when you? I you don't gotta, know. Okay. Oh. I don't know if I nail them, but I, at least I, I get the hammer out and the nail and I don't know. <laughs> I don't even, I can't even be, have a witty response to that, but no, I mean, I, I love it. I love playing different parts, different aspects of myself come out. And I've been doing this since I was a kid. So I'm really lucky and fortunate. I feel truly grateful and, and blessed that I get to do what I love, but I have these opportunities, you know, to, to play different stuff. Grey's Anatomy and private practice was such a obviously iconic moment for me. And for so many, it really kind of put me in to a more of a mass you know, exposure. But I, I think, and it was wonderful to play Addison, but it was really even more delightful to, to continue on and play lots of different roles, you know, Fargo and then Bad Judge. And, yeah. I mean, you yeah, don't want to be just known as a Dr. Addison, you know, so is there uh, something someone ever yeah. passed on to you that's been able to say, hey, this is how people can also embrace and welcome you in a different role and not just keep thinking, where's Grey's Anatomy? Well, I think that it's always a sign of like huge respect and, and honor and love that people love that character or that show and they're so attached to it because it's day in and day out, week in and week out, you know, they see the show and they're familiar with that character and they feel like it's a part of their lives and that's so special. So I would never want to dissuade that or poo-poo it, but I think then you're like, all right, but creatively for me, it looks like I have to do what I need to do. And so, yeah, and I think that's why we have agents and, and some of the sub-managers or whatever to help sort of guide and, and create our, our career. So it's, so it's as satisfying to us. Like I love to do theater too, is one of the reasons why I moved back to New York. So that's just to keep it interesting and exciting and stimulating, you know, and that's it. That's it. And then, and if you're lucky enough to have some kind of a little bit of autonomy, which I've got, then you can kind of pick and choose a little. Um, I like that. And that's been uh, a delight as well. Yeah. Well, you made a great choice 12 years ago when you adopted Rosie. And again, just to let people know, I tell sure us a did. little bit. Let's tell us a little bit more about uh, what's going on so we can help service dogs and help the dogs stop the itch. Yeah. So what we you can do is log on to mydogsagame.com and learn more about if you suspect your dog has allergies or if there is itching, scratching, hot spots, licking, and see if Apical might be right for, for you, for your dog. And then also use the hashtag mydogsagame and load a video or a photo of either your dog or you with your dog. You can do a selfie. You can do whatever you want. And every time you load a video or a photo, it will trigger a $10 donation from Zoetis to the Canine Courage Program, which provides healthcare assistance to retired military dogs and police dogs and active service dogs that assist veterans, our veterans who work you know, sort of so tirelessly for us and suffer from post-traumatic stress. So it all is a, it's an incredible campaign. I'm super proud to be a part of it. It's all about service, about serving your pet, about serving military and police dogs and um so it's a real, it's a great program. So I encourage you all to go to mydogsagame.com to find all out right. more. Thank you again okay, for being cool. on the show. I'm glad we were able to get you today. Give a nice, healthy treat to Rosie from Kona, Bujo, and Cleo. And I will see you literally right. in the movies. Right on. Thanks so much, Arden. Thanks for your time. All right. Take care. Thank you again, Kate, for being a great guest on our show. And at this time, I also want to do a, a shout out to Mark Winner, our executive producer. He is the wizard of Pause on Pet Life Radio. Please tune in to this show and all the others on the Pet Life Radio Network. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! 
coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.